عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إن الله جاوز لي عن أمتي الخضع والنسيان وما استكره عليه حديث حسن رواه ابن ماجه والبيهقي وغيرهما بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه وبعد we don't need to spend a lot of time on this hadith because this hadith has already been explained in tafsir. When we did qawluhu ta'ala, Rabbana la tu'akhidna in nasina aw akhtaana, Rabbana wa la tahmil alayna isran kama hamaltahu ala alladheena min qablina wa qala qad fa'alt. I explained this hadith in that tafsir. However, I'll just go over it very, very quickly. Uh, the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this hadith says, Inna Allah, surely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, تَجَاوَزَ لِي عَنْ أُمَّتِي الْخَطَأْ وَالنِّسْيَانِ وَمَسْتُكْرِهُ عَلَيْهِ Allah has already forgiven for my ummah al-khata' mistakes wal-nisyan and forgetfulness وَمَسْتُكْرِهُ عَلَيْهِ and things which they are forced to do When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says my ummah, what does he mean? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is sent to this last ummah, and that includes everyone, including the Jews and the Christians. They are part of the ummah of Rasulullah True or false? Those who believe in the Messenger and those who decided to disbelieve the Messenger still belong to the ummah of the Messenger because on the Day of Judgment, they will count them among the ummah of the Messenger But when we consider this hadith, the Messenger by ummah does not mean the Jews. And he doesn't mean the Christians, he doesn't mean the Hindus, he doesn't mean anyone who is not a Muslim. Ummah is divided into two. There is what is called Ummatu Da'wah and Ummatu Al-Istijaba. Ummatu Da'wah is the Ummah that the Messenger وسلم, is supposed to be calling. Ummatu Da'wah is the Ummah to which the Messenger وسلم, is sent to invite to Islam. And when we speak about Ummatul Da'wah, obviously we speak about the Jews as well. We speak about the Christians as well. We speak about the Hindus as well. And we speak about everyone because all of them are Ummat what? Ummatul Da'wah. As for those who answered the call of the Messenger وسلم, and became Muslims, these are called Ummatul Al-Istijaba. Because they answered the call of the Messenger وسلم, And these are the Muslims. The Hadith applies to the Ummah, Al-Istijaba, the people who answered the call of the Messenger Sallallahu not those who did not answer the call of the Messenger Sallallahu So Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has forgiven for the Muslims. Are we together? The hadith effectively means Allah has forgiven for the Muslims, not for everyone else. The Ummah of the Messenger Sallallahu in this case means the Muslims. Al-Khata, any mistake that they commit. What is a mistake? A mistake is something you do because, because you do not know. Something you do because you don't know. Or something you do not intend to do. You say, I made a mistake. By saying I made a mistake, you mean I did not intend to do it. Or I may have intended to do it, but I did it because I did not know. So Allah has forgiven that. For example, if, if a person um, used to pray... Um, facing the wrong direction because he does not know the direction of the Qibla. Instead of facing Makkah, 
he faces, for example, a different uh, place. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forgiven that because this is khata. This is something which is coming as a mistake because someone does not know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to punish a person for something which he does not know. He has already forgiven that. Al-khata wal nisyan and forgetfulness. When someone forgets, you're supposed to do something and you forget it. And it, I mean, it happened in the time of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went on a certain expedition and they were tired, so they, they asked Bilal radiallahu anhu to stay up so that he would make the adhan when it was time for Salatul Fajr. But because everyone was tired, they fell asleep. And Bilal was, was leaning on something, waiting for the time of Salatul Fajr so he could make the adhan. He was also overcome by tiredness. He also fell asleep. By the time they opened their eyes, the sun had already risen. The Messenger وسلم, asked that they should shift to another area. He asked Bilal to make the adhan and they prayed Salatul Fajr. Then the Messenger وسلم, said, if this happens to anyone, if you forget your salah, whoever sleeps during the time of salah or he forgets the salah let him pray it when he remembers it and it's it's possible you know sometimes a person could be traveling or he becomes uh, overwhelmed by things to do and then he forgets his salah he remembers salatul dhuhr at the time of salatul asr does allah punish him for that Allah does not punish him for that because Allah has already for, forgiven forgetfulness. So al-khata, something you don't know, wa nisyan, and something you forget, wa mastukrihu alayhi, and something that you are forced to do. Something which is not a matter of choice. Someone, for example, puts a gun to your head and says, say, I'm not a Muslim. Say, I'm not a Muslim, or I'm going to shoot you. If you said, I'm not a Muslim, would Allah punish you for that? Allah would not punish you for that. Because this is something you are forced to do. Man kafara billah min ba'di imanihi illa man ukriha wa qalbuhu mutma'innum bil iman walakin man sharha bil kufri sadra fa'alayhim ghadabun min Allah. The person who makes kufr he says some words of kufr. And yet his heart is in tranquility. His heart is full of iman. He should not be punished by Allah because this is something he has been forced to do. Are we together? Or someone is forced to uh, take something that doesn't belong to him. Say, if you don't take it, we, we will kill you. This is ikra. He's been forced to do such a thing. So Allah has already forgiven that for the ummah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Also the case of uh, may Allah protect us all. Uh, a woman who's been uh, forced or raped, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not hold her accountable because she has been raped. This is part of something which they are forced to do. And I remember that I mentioned categorically that this does not apply to, to a man. Because a man is never raped. Wallahu ta'ala a'lam. The next hadith.